You're listening to the Brand Builders Lab episode 41. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies that work, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Oh my gosh, guys, we made it. This podcast is coming out on the 20th of December. And I cannot believe that 2018 is done. We made it together. This was my first year of podcasting. And today I'm going to share with you some of the lessons that I've learned. But there's a couple of other things that I'm going to talk about as well. Now, before we dive in, I always, you know, like to make sure that if this is your first time that you're listening, then obviously welcome. But if it's not your first time, then welcome back. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, and this podcast is brought to you by... The Connection Exchange, where we help you build a standout and confident, bold brand so that you and your business aren't swimming in the sea of sameness. Now, today we're talking all about podcasting, what I've learned, what's happening a little bit in the podcasting world. Is it something that you should consider? And so to start off, I actually wanted to quote the man himself, Mr. Seth Godin, who is obviously the godfather of marketing, he recently wrote a blog post called Podcasting is the New Blogging. And I just wanted to read a couple of sentences from that blog post. I will put the link in the show notes so you can check it out. But it says, Not as a way to make big dollars, blogging didn't do that either, but as a way to share your ideas, to lead your community, to earn trust. Podcasting is a proven technology that is still in its infancy. It's an open mic, a chance for people with something to say to find a few people or perhaps more than a few people who would like to hear them say it. And podcasting is the generous act of showing up earning trust and authority because you care enough to raise your hand and speak up. Now he goes on to talk about a few other things, but it's really interesting. In 2017, I remember thinking, I want to create more content, but I was so busy with my business. I was so busy with clients that I was finding it really hard to find the time. Now, if you followed me for a while, you'll know that I'm a speaker, I'm a, I'm a speaker coach, uh, and I work with people to help them get more confident with their speaking. And then I was listening to Darren Rouse a while ago as well from Pro Blogger. And he was saying that podcasting is a really great way to let people kind of hear a little bit from you, to get a feel for how you talk, how you present, the quality of the content that you have. And it can also position you really well as a speaker amongst other things. So there were kind of a few cues for me that kind of I was thinking, is this something I should be doing? I was struggling to either write blogs or find time for videoing and I do love a good video. I do enjoy shooting videos, but once again, it was about the ease of creating content. And so the more I looked around, the more I listened to the experts in the field, 
you know, Gary Vee talks about the fact that voice is where it's at. It just means that people can consume your content on the go, wherever they are. It's not something they have to sit down and take time to consume. And so there were so many people talking about podcasting and I thought, you know something, I need to give this a go. So I'm going to share with you eight key lessons I've learned this year. But before I do that, I just wanted to read out and say a massive thank you to those who have left a review in iTunes for me. I just want to let you know that I really appreciate it. And as it's my first year in podcasting, when I read them, it means a lot to me. So I just want you to know how much I value the fact that if you've written a review and you've taken the time that I really appreciate it. And it's super encouraging as a new podcaster to have the DMs that come through, have people posting that they're listening to the podcast on Instagram or Facebook, or I see them sharing it. But leaving a review as well is just so awesome. So I wanted to read a couple of these out. So Katania Lee uh, binged them all. Suze's podcast consistently delivers smart, insightful and honest information about branding your business every single episode. Take the time to go through all the episodes with a pen and paper ready to catch all those great tips both Suze and her guests bring to the table. Katania, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Another one from Amy from Events by Example. Such a great listen, brilliant content, great contributors, not too long and not too short episodes that I could not stop listening to. Thanks, Suzanne, for providing my new fave. Now, there's a few others, but I just wanted to read a couple of the latest ones out and once again say thank you and just encourage you that if this is something you're thinking about doing, then I hope that this episode gives you a little bit of an understanding of, I guess, how it's helped me in my business and I guess some of the reasons that I decided to do it as well. So in October 2017, I decided in a very uncommitted way, let me just say, that I was going to start a podcast. I didn't really tell anybody about it. I thought I'll just try it and see how it goes And if I like it, I'll continue to do it. But I didn't kind of want to do this big announcement that I was going to launch a podcast and I was going to do it every week because I really didn't know how it was going to go. And so I wanted to make sure that I wasn't promising something I couldn't actually maintain. But if you listen to episode seven, and I will put the link below in the show notes as well, it was called The Lazy Girl's Guide to Starting a Podcast, which I have to be honest, has been one of my most popular episodes. And I love that a couple of ladies have also messaged me to say, after listening to that about three or four times, I launched my podcast as well. So I'm so glad that it's encouraged others of you to take the leap and realize that actually podcasting is a lot of fun. And if you do it right, you don't put too much pressure on yourself. It can be really sustainable. But I was really looking at, like I said, an easier way to create content. And that's exactly why I started to podcast. So I do love video, but I just found it a lot easier when I was busy to create regular content from an audio perspective where I didn't have to do my makeup. I didn't have to worry about what I was wearing. I could be in my Ugg boots if I wanted. And just like I'm doing right now, I am recording straight into Camtasia. I've got a little blue snowball mic, which I've had for about four years. 
And I haven't gone all out. I've just started really simply and it's just worked. So what are some of the lessons I've learned this year? Well, number one, whether you do a show fortnightly or weekly, people who love what you do and talk about will still show up. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. I think I did talk about this in the Lazy Girl's Guide to Starting a Podcast, but I did take a look at some podcasting groups and there were people in there who were like, I did one every week. It took me hours and hours to produce and I feel so burnt out and it did nothing for my business. And so I just think you need to work out what works for you. I personally think don't promise something you can't deliver. Try it out, see how it goes, see where the fortnightly works for you maybe for starters. And if you're finding it really easy and the editing and producing is not something that is kind of sucking up a lot of your time, then you can definitely do it weekly. I haven't found it too difficult to do it weekly for a number of reasons and I'm going to share those with you. But number one, the one lesson I've learned is to do things at your own pace People aren't like hanging for your episode to come out. You know, I always say that I listen to a number of podcasts religiously and I don't kind of look at when they come out. It's just when I'm available and I am walking or on the train or doing grocery shopping, I just go online and I see like in my podcast app and I see what's available. So I just think don't put too much pressure on yourself. The second lesson that I really want to share with you is to not overcomplicate it. I have spoken with some podcasters who spend hours and hours and hours recording, producing, and putting their podcast together. Now, you can absolutely do that, but just so you know, it actually takes me around about an hour to have a think about what it is I want to talk about, write some notes, record it and edit it. Other days are a lot harder. Like if I'm not in flow and I'm finding it really hard to kind of put my thoughts together, then I might have a lot more editing. But most of the interviews that I have and most of the solo episodes that I do, even like with this podcast, I write a couple of key bullet points and then I'm just talking around it. And the feedback has been great. So I think you've just got to think about how you work best. But I think for me, I kind of free flow a lot easier than if I'm in a structured approach when it comes to podcasting. But the one thing I want to say is try and keep it simple. If you overcomplicate it, if it takes you too long, you won't continue to do it. So try different ways, see what feels easy and then go with that. The third thing that I've learned is that planning my content ahead of time and batching definitely has made it easier this year. Now, at the beginning of the year, I actually batched a whole lot of podcast episodes, which was a dream. It was like when things are really manic or I couldn't get quiet because I was in a renovation the first half of the year, I was still able to get content out, which was amazing and I loved it. So I used to just write my newsletter 
and my VA would just have the podcast episode ready to go. And it was one of the best feelings ever. So really planning your content, even now I've already planned all of my interviews and my content up until March, 2019, as I'm recording this Uh, I haven't recorded them all, but I've planned the content out. I know what I'm going to talk about. Uh, I'm clear on what my topics are going to be. And it just means that I don't feel stressed about it. It's something that I can sit, you know, one day early in January and bang out like four or five different episodes, which means that I've got at least a month's worth of content. So getting interviews done ahead of time also makes it a lot easier with your guests Uh, and it allows you to be able to plan ahead. And if you need to pull an episode out because you've not got something one week, then you can do that. And that's something else that I've really liked as well is that where I thought I was going to do a solo episode and work's just gone a bit out of control or I just haven't had the time, then I've been able to pull an episode that I've already recorded and that from a content perspective has been joy. The fourth thing that I've learned is engaging my audience and you in the content. So a few episodes were in direct response to questions I had through Instagram, like how to get speaking gigs, which was one that I just recently did. So people who send me questions, I write those down and I do episodes on them, but also resharing your posts when you let people know on Insta stories that you're listening or when you're sharing on Facebook and I'm commenting, whatever that is, just really making sure that I'm engaging with you uh, and the rest of my audience has been so good. And once again, it really is great feedback to have when you're doing something like a podcast to make sure that you're on the right track and that you're talking about things that matter to your audience. So that's been a big lesson and I'm looking at other ways, like how else can I engage you when it comes to the podcast? So if you've got any ideas, make sure you DM me or send me a message anywhere uh, at Suze Chadwick so that I can really look at what else I can be doing with my audience too. The fifth thing I learned, and I did this later in the piece, was writing my intro and my outro so that there was real ease around it and consistency. And this is something that I did sort of probably a couple of months ago. So it wasn't something I started with, which I should have, because from a branding perspective, repetition of message is what builds brands. If I constantly talk about the fact that the Connection Exchange focuses on helping you build a standout brand so that you and your business are not swimming in the sea of sameness. Then if I say that every week, that is something that you are going to have in your mind whenever you think about me. And I actually got that from the Story Brand Podcast. So I love that podcast. If you don't listen to it, listen to it. Uh, But they say the same thing every week. And I always just think, Every single time he says it, I think, oh gosh, I really need to be doing that. So I just think if you are going to have your podcast, make sure that it's a really clear, you know, that you're introducing yourself. I'm Suze Chadwick. What's the business that you're from? I'm from the Connection Exchange. What is it that you do? You know, we do branding. So I think don't assume that your audience knows you. 
Make sure that you are introducing yourself every episode. Make sure that you're clear on who your business is, what you do, what you're about. Uh, and then something else I, list, I learned from Amy Porterfield was to always be talking about my freebies as well. So I always talk about the fact that if you haven't accessed it yet, then you can always access my brand masterclass, which is, you know, the connectionexchange.com forward slash brand masterclass. And so that you're using your podcast to build your list, to grow your audience, to constantly be building that relationship with your listeners. So once again, just don't assume that people know you. Make sure that you've got that consistency of your intro and outro uh, so that if it's the first time somebody's ever listened, then you are giving them the information that they need and they're not kind of going, well, who is this and what is this about? And I know nothing about this person or their business. So I think that was a lesson that I learned. I feel like maybe I did it a couple of times, but I didn't do it consistently. And now I do it every single episode, which leads me to point number six, which is to listen to other podcasts and learn from them and see what you really like about them. So for me, like I said, the intro and outro, I learned from uh, building a story brand, uh, making sure that I actually went to a an episode a week. I got that from Amy Porterfield. She said that she really saw a huge change in her business when she did that. Also talking about my freebies. I got that from Amy Porterfield. Uh, when I listened to how I built this podcast, I love that when they are interviewing somebody and there's a story, they've actually got music at different times in the podcast. And it kind of brings a little bit of drama to the podcast as well. And I love it. Now, I don't know if I'm going to do that, but I just think the more you listen to other people who have been doing it for a long time, you can really figure out what you like and kind of take bits and pieces from lots of different sources and then make it your own, like make it something that you create that's unique. Uh, but I just think learning from other podcasters is something that I have really taken on board and really seen what works, what doesn't, what I love, and then adopted what I think I can to the Brand Builders Lab podcast as well. The seventh thing I learned, and I'm so glad I did, was to start simple. Now, don't get me wrong, I could definitely improve my show notes page. Like when I look at other people's show notes page, I'm like, geez, like there's a lot more content there. Uh, and that's something that I definitely want to get better at in the new year. Uh, but it's, you know, it's just something that I didn't have time to do and it wasn't a priority. Like for me, just getting the episode out is a priority. I think the other thing is, is that I don't really look at other people's show notes. So once again, it's kind of like my behavior is influencing what I do. But if I do listen to an episode where I really love the references that they're making, then I will definitely go back to the show notes and click on the links and go and check out the additional information. So I think that once again, you've also just got to check and see how many people are clicking on your podcast page uh, and take a look at how you are also putting your show notes together because obviously the more content you've got on there, the better for SEO, especially if you're using keywords, etc. So it is definitely something I want to get uh, better at, but I also just want to say, start simple. 
You don't need to be the best on the block. You don't need to have everything happening in order to start a podcast. And the last tip that I've got for you or the last thing that I learned that I found has really helped me was to connect with other podcasters. So there's lots of groups you can connect with. You could find people to interview in those groups or you could just get tips from them on new tech that's coming out or, you know, just information that other people are sharing. And for me, that's been really helpful too. And I will link up some of the groups that I'm a part of uh, in the show notes for you so that you can check them out if you want. But I think that my first year of podcasting, it's just taught me to do what I can when I can. Don't put a massive amount of pressure on myself. But the fact that I do want fresh content for my subscribers and my followers every week means that podcasting has made it a really easy thing for me to be able to do. So if you are looking for an easier way to create content, then it is definitely something that I would recommend you check out and uh, and see if it's something that you want to do. Maybe record three episodes. Definitely check out The Lazy Girl's Guide, which is episode seven, The Lazy Girl's Guide to Starting a, a Podcast, and make sure that, you know, you listen to that and then just give it a go. You know, it's like with video. I always say to people, just video yourself for five days. Don't share it anywhere. Just get used to it. See if you like it. See what works for you. Find that spot in your home, etc. And, you know, I think we've just got to try things and see what works because what works for me may not work for you and vice versa. But I hope that that has helped. I hope that you have enjoyed the podcast this year. And as I said before, if you do enjoy the podcast, I would still love you to go to iTunes and leave a review. That can be your little Christmas present to me if you would like to. Um, That would mean a lot, especially uh, as I finish off the first year of podcasting. Uh, And just a couple of little things. Obviously, I've let you know about the Brand Masterclass. But also, uh, and I'll put the link in the show notes, is that if you are in review of your business, then make sure you check out my free planner and reviewer, which is on the website, which can really help you to review how your year's gone and plan for the year ahead. And that's free. And it's something that I use every single year and it's made a really big difference. And I know that people that have downloaded it have been pretty blown away by the questions and all of the work that it allowed them to do. So make sure that you check that out. But I just want to say a huge thank you for hanging out with me. I got a message yesterday from somebody who said that they were basically spending the day binging all of my episodes, which was so nice. And I just really value the feedback, you know, and if there's anything in particular that you want me to cover, then do let me know. I do want this podcast to be really useful for you. I'm going to be honest with you, 2019, I'm coming out all guns blazing. I am looking forward to playing a much bigger game and doing some pretty big things. And I can't wait to share some of that with you in the new year. But as this is the last podcast episode for 2018, thanks so much for being here. I really do appreciate it. And as always, you can continue to follow me over the holiday break. I'm going to be back uh, the second or the third week of January. And you can obviously follow me on all my socials, which is at Suze Chadwick. 
but I hang out mostly on Insta stories and Instagram. But until next year, have an awesome Christmas break and whatever you're doing and enjoy the time with loved ones. And if you're working, you know, I hope you enjoy that too. I'm not assuming everybody's taking time off. But yeah, let's together in 2019, let's play big and brand bold. And I'll see you very soon.